0: Say visions of God. So, with you, when the heavens are opened, I see visions. So, I want to just explain this and we'll be quick. I'm going to be 10 minutes of the word tonight. I just want this revelation to drop and see if you can get it. So, with you, open heavens. We have this thing of preaching to the soul but not preaching to the spirit. When we preach to the soul, we preach to the intellect of someone's mind. We preach to their intellect, but not to their spirits. The moment I preach to the intellect or to the soul, spiritual things switch off. And the realm of the spirits is closed up. And then we call it this. We say closed heavens. So it's closed heavens. And there's an aspect where the Bible speaks about brass heavens and it says that the heavens were brass. And then the Old Testament explains that he has rent open the heavens. But Ezekiel says, when the heavens were opened, I saw visions. Some of you visions. I saw visions of God. Meaning that whenever there is an open heaven, Visions is evident, dreams are evident. If somebody is in an open heaven, his voice is present. Are you guys with me? For in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And even upon your men's servants and my maidservants servants will I pour out my spirits. Are you guys with me? And they shall prophesy. So if they prophesy. Now please understand this. He says your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And then they shall prophesy. But Ezekiel is saying, when the heavens were opened, I saw visions. So now when we shift to the New Testament, we see that in the book of Matthew, that Jesus was being baptized by John. and As he was being baptized by John, the Bible says the heavens opened. And a voice came out of the heavens and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Say with me, hear him. Say it again, say hear him. So the heavens opened. In fact, go there, go Matthew 3 verse 16. Matthew 3 verse 16. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water. Timothy, immediately, and behold, the heavens were open to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and aligning upon him. Go with you to Matthew 17, verse 3. Matthew 17, verse 3, we see a similar situation. Well, let's read from verse 1, Matthew 17, verse 1 now after six days say with me after six days which means it is the seventh day are you guys with me Jesus or God never rested on the seventh day of the creation the Bible says on the seventh day he rested but there is a mix with the language and we understand that a thousand years as is a day, as one day and one days as a thousand years in the courts of the Lord. But Jesus said these words. He said, foxes have holes to lay their head. Birds have nests to lay their head at rest. But the son of man has nowhere to lay his head at rest. Are, are you guys with me? Are you in the back with me? Are you with me? The son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Which means if the Bible says that God rested on the seventh day. Something is wrong because Jesus came and he said, I cannot find rest. The son of man cannot find rest to lay his head. And Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. Which means me and the father is one. The Father is in me and I am in Him. And we have come to make our home in you. We have made our dwelling and our abode in you. Which means you are the temple, you are the building of God. Where you move, God moves. But now He says, I have found no place to lay my head. Which means Jesus found no rest. Yet the Bible says God rested on the seventh day. But you see the phrase where He says, I have found no place to lay my head. When Jesus was on the cross, and He said these words, He said, It is finished. And the Bible said He laid His head. It was at the cross where He found a place of rest. It was at the cross where the thirst for sin has been quenched. Are you guys with me? Meaning, God had to judge sin. That is why a lamb had to be sacrificed. An animal and blood had to be shed. Because the moment blood was shed, God's appetite for sin was seized for a moment. And He said, I'm sending you a spotless lamb. For when John looked, he says, Behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world has come which means God sent the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world but when the lamb came it was the ultimate sacrifice and God's quench for sin or his thirst for sin has been quenched at the cross from that moment the wrath of God has ceased The only thing is that the church act as if the wrath of God is still on them. And they sit and they wonder, I'm gonna be judged for my sin. And we'll do a thing on the grace of God one day. But I the judge of God the the judgment of God is gonna judge me for you. No, no, no. The Bible says you have already been judged, and in fact it says there shall be no judgment for you because you have passed from death to life, that you were already judged. This thing where preachers come on and the ter- on the on the on the on the pulpit and they say God is judging that church and God is judging that one. No, 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 no. He has already judged the church. If you judge your bride, something is wrong with you. I'm going to say it again. If you judge your bride, something is wrong with you because you are the bride of Christ you are the body of christ which means god has to judge himself no no no. he judged christ on the cross already but now it shifts into something else listen to this go with you to matthew 17 verse 1 say with you after six days the seventh day say with you the seventh day when god rested truly was at the cross But we see here that when he was baptized with John, that the heavens opened. And as the heavens opened, that his voice came out of the opening of heavens. Now we get to Matthew 17. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them up on a high mountain by themselves. Next verse. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun. And his clothes become as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appear to them, talking with him. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, First, give me, give me three people. Maybe Peter, maybe uh, Frank, maybe Chris. Come and stand. There. Are you guys with me? Stand next to one another like this. Look that way to the camera, next to one another, not behind one another. So, how can I explain this? Well, listen to this. Say with me, Jesus. Just don't be Jesus. flattered. Okay. <laughs> Say, Moses. Say, Elijah. Jesus was on the mountaintop. As he was on the mountaintop, his face began to transfigure. The glory of the Lord came upon him. As the glory came on him, Moses and Elijah appeared. Peter answered and said, Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here if you want, let us make here, say with me, three. tabernacles. Let me change the wording. Say with me, three. three. Houses. He said, let me build three houses. One for you. One for Moses. And one for Elijah. And God, I want to say God became offended, although he can't be offended. But he had to bring correction. Next verse. While Peter was still talking... While Peter was trying to explain, God, Lord, let me build a house for you. Let me build a house for Moses. Let me build a house for Elijah. Peter became familiar and he didn't understand position. He didn't understand authority. Are you guys with me? And he said, while he was still speaking, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the clouds saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Exact same phrase as what happened at the baptism. But he adds something on here. Are you guys with me? Say with me, hear him. He said, listen, God is saying, Peter, you want to build a house for Jesus. You want to build a house for Moses you want to build a house for Elijah? Moses is the law. Elijah is the prophets. I want you to shut your ear to Moses. I want you to shut your ear to Elijah. Because the, what the prophets of old this prophesied, has come into fruition which is here. Which the law could not do for you. There was one that fulfilled it that is standing here. And I want you to only listen and only hear the one that is standing here because what you are trying to do you're trying to build a house for the law you're trying to make a church of religion and paul is saying that when they preach the letter to you they preach moses they have preached it with a with a veiled face but being pre- pre- preaching the gospel under the Spirit is preaching it with an unveiled face. Beholding the glory of the Lord. And the Bible says that when you behold the glory of the Lord as Jesus was standing here, this is an old glory. This is the glory that prophesied it and it became fulfilled. Meaning this is the one that the prophets foresaw. This is the one that the prophets prophesied about. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying but the churches is preaching Moses the churches is preaching Elijah and God is saying no 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 hear him Peter but listen it never says again that the heavens opened meaning in Matthew 3 verse 16 the heavens opened and a voice came out of the heavens but here it says, a cloud was there and a voice came out of the clouds. Someone brought the cloud. Are you with me? Jesus' face began to shine bright and a light came out of him. He carried a cloud with him. And when the voice came out of the clouds, there's no phrase again that says the heavens opened. Because when the heavens were open in Matthew 3:16, the heavens stayed open from that moment onwards. Yeah. Listen to me. Have your seats. There's no such thing as a closed heaven. Say with me as a closed heaven. Say there's no closed heaven. We have preached for years to say, and I'm guilty of it as well, to say a heaven is closed year. You know this is why it's not breaking through. A heaven is closed there. Let's get into the words. We'll be quick tonight. We'll be very quick. Very very quick. Rados, go you to Genesis twenty-eight verse eleven. Genesis twenty-eight eleven. Say with me, open heaven. Say a closed heaven. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Next verse. Then he dreamed and behold a ladder set upon the earth and the top of it, give me, give me King James Version, and the top of it reached to heaven and behold the angels, say with me ascending and say descending. I want you to remember that. Ascending and descending. Ascension and descension. Angels ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father and the God of Isaac. The land whereon the liars and they all give it to thy seed. Go through to verse 16. And Jacob awakened out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place, and I was not sensitive to His presence. Do you know there are people here that cannot sense God. God has not permitted it for them. There are people here whom God has not permitted or allowed to encounter Him. It doesn't matter what they do. Let's not get into Calvinism, I'm not a Calvinist. Let's hope, I'm not a Calvinist and let's hope. Uh, <laughs> but if there is, it's fine because you are, you are okay if you are here, okay? Or if you hear me, if you understand. If you don't understand, you're not okay. No, I'm joking, okay? Not into, Calvin, not into Calvinism. But no man comes to me unless I draw him. Jacob Jacob awakened out of his sleep, and he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. The presence of the Lord departed from Samson, and he knew it not. Meaning, the spirit of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, can depart from somebody's life unless they, if they are not sensitive, they will never knew it. Jesus was walking and the lady with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus was sensitive. And he said, who touched me? I felt power leaving my body. Meaning Jesus didn't know who touched him. So the lady with the issue of blood answered her own prayer. Listen to me. She said, if I can only touch the hem of his garments. I know I will be made well. I will be made whole. And the Amplified says this. She continually said within herself, if I can touch his garment, if I can touch his garment, I know I'm made well. If I can touch his garment. You know who gets miracles in encounter? Those who drive three hours or four hours and say, not I'm hoping, I know if I'm in this place, If I touch this, I know if I walk in there, I am healed. It is a done place. I know if I'm in that atmosphere, I know if He lays hands on me, it is done. Not that I hope, it is done. For such great faith have I not seen. To what? To the centurion that said, Lord, just speak a word. Because I know if you just speak a word, not, no, 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 come and do a house visit. Uh, come and do a hospital visit. No, 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 my servant and my slave, my servant is lying at home sick. But if you just speak a word, I know he will be healed. House visits is not of the Lord. Have your seats. Am I offending some of you or is it okay? Why are you so dead? From Cape Town. There was one why did Jesus say to the centurion, Such great faith have I not seen? We say, Oh, but it's because he was a man of authority. No because there was another lady called the Seraphonician lady that said she wanted uh, deliverance for her daughter. And he said, you're a dog, get away from me. She was a housewife, she was no authority. He was a soldier, he had authority. But there was one, uh, what do you call it? uh, Common denominator of the two of them they were gentiles meaning that where there is grace or somebody that understands the power of grace can have great faith because they know it's nothing of them and it's all about the Lord they understand even if the crumbs fall from the table Lord even if I just touch the crumbs, yes, the lost sheep of Israel can have the rest because the children's bread does not belong to the Gentiles. It belongs to the lost sheep of Israel. But even if I can just get the crumbs, I know I am delivered and my case is sorted. Meaning, if I could just be in the atmosphere, I know it is done. It is that faith that pleases Him. Listen to me. There's no such thing as a great man of God. There's a thing as a great God of a man. It is not up to me or Pastor Stephen about our great faith when we pray for somebody. Trust me, we have prayed for people when we felt like nothing. But because of their faith, they would be healed. Are you guys with me? Go back to where we were, Genesis 28. And he said, sure, the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. Next verse. And he was afraid and said, "How dreadful is this place! This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gates of heaven." Timothy, the gate of heaven. Timothy, he said, "This is." He was pointing to something. Stay with me. Are you guys with me? Because if you remember, we began to read in the beginning. It says he took a stone. And he put the stone under his head. And he used it as a pillow to sleep. And as his head touched the stone, the rock, touched the stone. Touched Christ. Touched Revelation. Touched Christ who is the rock. The Bible says, the rock who has moved with you. Do you know that when they went through the wilderness, there was a rock. And this rock moved with them. Anyway, next, next, next verse. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put. Say so with you the stone. He said, this is the house of God. He is no longer looking and dwelling in temples built by the hands of God, uh, built by the hands of men. But he's now dwelling in a temple, no longer built with natural stones, but a temple built by anyway. And he took the stone that he had put for his pillow and set it for a pillar and poured oil upon it. Say with me, upon the top of it. Why do you think we take oil and we anoint the top of your head? Not here or here. We take oil and we anoint here. Listen with a spiritual ear tonight, church. Those with an ear to hear will be able to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church tonight. Let's Let's go on. Let's go to... Let's go to John 1, verse 51. John 1, verse 51. John 1, verse 51. And he said unto him, Verily, verily, read this for me. Say verily, verily, and then carry on. Hold on, read it again. Hereafter you shall open and it was upon the rock that the angels ascended and descended. But the Bible says, Hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the rock. So Jesus was the stone, are you guys with me? He was the open heaven. Go with me to 1 Peter 2 verse 4. 1 Peter 2 verse 4. To whom coming as unto a living stone, say with me a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also, say with me I also, Say it again. Say, I also, as lively stones. Read it again. Say, I also, as a living stone, built up a spiritual house. Did Jacob not say, This is none other but the house of God, the gate of heaven? What is this? The stone. Where you see angels ascending and descending. He is not, Abraham was looking for a city whose maker and builder is God. Meaning Abraham was looking and he was looking for a people that are not a religious institution. But their bodies were built and intricate by, or, or, or built by the hands of God. Being put together to host his presence. Are you with me? Stay with me, Holy Spirit. Make me receive. Where are we now? Verse 5. So I am also living stones. So Jesus is the rock. He is the stone. When Jacob put his head upon him, he saw heaven opened. And he saw angels ascending and descending upon him. Are you guys with me? Then the Bible says, but the son of man, hereafter you shall see heaven open and you shall see angels ascending and descending upon of the son of man. Then Peter comes with a greater revelation because Peter was the rock, the fragment of the rock, which is called revelation. You can only know Christ by revelation. It is a mystery that must be open to you. He draws, no, he, no man comes to him unless he draws. No revelation can come to you unless he allows it to be open to you. To some he has made known the mystery. To others he has not made known the mystery. To some he is allowed to understand. In fact the Bible says to, other, to some he is allowed to enter. And to others, he has not allowed to enter. To some, he has allowed to know. But to those on the outside, he has not allowed them to know. Meaning that there's something that you are privy to. That your eyes have the ability to see. Because where there is an open heaven, your eyes are open because you can see visions. The greatest lie is when people are saying that I don't don't hear God speak. I don't hear his voice, that is a problem because my sheep knows my voice, they don't doubt. My sheep knows when the shepherd calls, my sheep can hear the sound behind somebody speaking, my sheep can know whether it is the shepherd or not, whether it is God or not. If I don't hear his voice, am I a sheep? I'm not speaking of an audible voice. I'm speaking about the voice that is in here. Say with me an open heaven. So there is this fallacy in the church that we say, oh, there's a closed heaven. And because there's a closed heaven, we submit to an atmosphere. We submit to something that is made up by the church and by religion to make you inactive and to think you cannot go into a city and do something. And now before we go into that city, we must bind principalities and go down and call some spirit on some mountain and begin to go up with mountains with shofars and flags and begin to wave the flags. Amen. Or people come with a shofar. I'm attached on a golden cow right now. Yeah. You come with a shofar here into the church because you need to... That's old covenants. Why why are you so silent? I see people in their houses. They got this beautiful golden ark. They got the objects. Uh, Send a a gift and then we're going to send you this, this thing. And this thing is oil that is coming from Israel. No, it was oil that was made in a fabric here. It didn't come from Israel. It came from around the corner. No, water. All the way from... The River Jordan. You are making an idol out of God. He doesn't dwell in things built by human hands. He dwells in the things that are built by the hands of God. And King David says, you have formed me and shaped me in my mother's womb, in the matrix of my mother's womb. Your fingers and your hands have put me together. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. So the spirits and the Father and the Son is not living in a fantasy place far, far away. Jesus says, my Father and I will make our dwelling place, will make our permanent, say with me, permanent, abode inside of you. Meaning, God, lives. His house is inside of you. Stop thinking that you're praying to a God that is far, far away. And when you die, you're going to go up with wings of angels to some palace. Have your have you seats. We have made up a thing. Paul says, I am seated in heavenly places. What happened when he was speaking about Ephesians chapter number 2? He was speaking about the revelations he had in Arabia. When he conferred with no flesh or blood. But he saw heaven. And what happened? He popped his head into the state of existence of heaven. While he was on the earth, he also popped his head in. And he could see where you are already and where you are now and he came to the revelation that Christ is in us the hope of glory the mystery that was hidden for ages from people's eyes that they were the eyes were blinded so that they would have never crucified the lord of glory if they knew what they were doing, because if they knew what was happening, that the moment they crucified them, it was like a seed that fell to the ground. And if the wheat of grain dies, the grain of wheat dies, it brings forth many others like it. Meaning that Jesus is the firstborn of many brethren that the moment he went to the cross, it was the beginning of Satan's worst nightmare. Because now it means that many like him come after him, which is you and I sitting in this place. Don't ever let the devil lie to you and say to you that God is not with you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you in fact you are he was the firstborn of many brethren god is my father jesus is my brother the holy spirit is my friend. so with the open heaven so if the father's abode is in me and he dwells in me and him and the son has made their house and their dwelling place in me they're permanent so with the permanent not temporal permanent tomorrow we'll prophesy a lot okay I need to get this and then we're going to lay hands on everyone Come Malachi 3 verse 1 in the King James Version 3 verse 10 let 3 verse 9 for the sake of context even 3 verse 8 read this for me say will a man Next verse. You are cursed. Now there's no curse anymore, so don't worry about it. Carry on reading. You are cursed with a curse. For you have... Next verse. It's the Lord of hosts. Hold on. Say it again. Say, if I... Will not open you, not open for you, if I will not open you the window of heaven and pour you out, say pour you out, a blessing, not pour out a blessing for you, but I will open the window that is in you, meaning that wherever you go, there's an open heaven think you understand me i don't think you have understand me wherever you walk he says i will open a window and i will open you the window of heaven i will pour you then jesus comes and he says out of your belly shall flow rivers i will open you i will pour you out Meaning wherever you go, there's an open heaven. We are in the new covenant and things have shifted. There's not a heaven in Cape Town that we're struggling for. There's a people that we have to get opened. So that when they move, they carry an atmosphere. They are an atmosphere. Where they walk, he is. Where they go, he is. Say open me. Send your feet, send your Say open me. Pour me out. out. Let Let rivers flow out of me. Raise your hands. Raise your hands. Holy Spirit, I pray. For the sake of time right now, I pray let there be an activation that when we come tomorrow night, my God, may every spirit of a person that is here be opened. Let their spiritual wounds be opened. Let the atmosphere of heaven be carried wherever they go. Let it move wherever they go. Let the heavens be opened. Let the spirit of God begin to flow like a river out of them. We can just carry on with the service till past midnight. But I pray that visitations, that you will let them know that they are living stones. That the house of God is built by living stones. That wherever we go as the stone, angels are ascending and descending upon us. A new man, a new creation, a kind of creation. Let your spirit rest upon them. Say with me, say, Holy Spirit, rest upon my life, let your glory come out of me, in Jesus' mighty name.